Welcome to another audio podcast from Pastor Ralph Wintersmith of ChristChurchElim.org. I'm going to read to you from Luke's Gospel, chapter 17. A well-known story. If you're, if you're a Bible student, you'll know the story well. Luke's Gospel, chapter 17, from verse 11 to the end of verse 19. It says this, Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus travelled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go Your faith has made you well. Amen. I want to talk to you this morning for a little while about returning to give thanks to God. Now, I'm sure as a congregation, as individuals, we are quite quick to thank God for what he's done for us and what he does for us. And so if somebody had said to me, uh, what does the church need to hear? I wouldn't have thought it was this, but as I've prayed all week virtually for the Holy Spirit to tell me what to talk to you about this morning, this is what's come clear. So I'm seeking to obey God and leaving the results entirely with him. Therefore, if anything I say this morning reaches your heart, that will be good. I believe it will. Um, And my prayer is that you will only be helped through the word of God. When I was a child, and I expect most of us would say yes, I was taught to say thank you. Um, At birthdays or Christmas, I would be encouraged to phone whoever, Auntie Rose, Auntie Lily, Granny Croft, Granny Smith, whoever it was, say thank you. And uh, I was always hesitant about doing that. Not because I didn't want to say thank you, but it was just a bit embarrassing when you're a little child. Say thank you, you know, it's a bit embarrassing. But we were taught to do that, and it's normal and proper to do that. And we do, um, as a general rule, just thank people, don't we? I got off the bus yesterday and thanked the driver. Didn't need to. It was his job. But, you know, he got me there safely, and... uh, It was trouble-free, so I thanked him for his effort. Actually, yesterday morning's bus driver was remarkable. He, the buses, they're amazing things. They can lower at the front end. I didn't know this because I rarely go on a bus. If you've never been, if you haven't been on a bus lately, go on a bus. I haven't got a bus pass. I had to pay. Um, They lower the bus for people who can't easily climb the gap. And then this particular driver, I watched him, two or three elderly individuals. who were clearly not too solid on their feet, he waited for them to find a seat and sit down. Most unusual. Um, 
So I don't know why I've told you that. Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And when somebody does something for you or you receive something that's a blessing, you kind of automatically, thank you, that's, thank you, that's really helpful. Uh, thank you, Christine, for the overheads and Barry for the sound system. Thank you, Steve, for the music. You just, you thank people, don't you? And thank you, Josh, because after the service, you're going to sort this monitor out for me, which isn't working. And I just know you're the man who can do that. So thank you in advance. <clears throat> Jesus healed 10 lepers. They came to him and they cried out for mercy, compassion. Lord, have mercy on us. Have pity on us. Be compassionate to us. And, of course, you know the story. Um, that, that cry was a prayer, really. Jesus, have mercy on us. That's a prayer, really. And, of course, Jesus answered that prayer. And you and I, we pray, we get answers too. And he answered them, verse 14, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. And obviously Jesus knew that they were going to be healed. He was going to heal them. Because a leper who's been healed had to go to the priest to show themselves to the priest, that the priest could confirm, yes, you've been healed. And so Jesus healed them. It was a miracle. And I guess most of us at some points in our lives have received a touch from the Lord, or even right now maybe you have an ongoing uh, touch from God that's, that's making you well, or just as you're sitting there, maybe the Lord will touch you this morning. He's here, isn't he? So you could say, Lord, have mercy on me. I've got this. I need your touch. And this, that can happen just as I'm talking, just where you're sitting or later on as we're praising. God is here. And Jesus is the miracle-working Jesus who loves us, has mercy on us. Have mercy on me, Lord. So he did. And he healed them. He answered them. And the miracle flowed. And only one of them returned, but one of them did return, 15 and 16. One of them, then, when he saw he was healed on the way, obviously, before he got to the priest, he came back. Praising God in a loud voice. I like that just slipped in there. In a loud voice. Uh, He was obviously excited uh, that he'd been healed. I, I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, shared a little bit of my foolishness with you when I said that I would really like to row across the Atlantic. Now, Dudley's told me that would be putting God to the test. And I'm thinking about the theological implications of that, Dudley. Um, but I've got this DVD about Fogel and uh, Cracknell who rode the Atlantic and uh, quite a long way into their trip their water uh, maker broke and so they had to break into the emergency water reserves that were the ballast in the boat Uh, but they were able to get this machine working and when the water was flowing again it was really interesting because obviously they're filming themselves the elation and the thanksgiving to... They weren't acknowledging God. They were just thanking, being grateful for water. It was really very, very interesting. They were quite voluble. And I think when uh, good things happen to us, we can get a bit noisy sometimes with just gratitude because it's, we're elated by the wonder of it. <clears throat> and this is what was happening here. This chap having been healed in a loud voice, came back praising God, threw himself at Jesus' feet, really passionate, and thanked him. 
And he was a Samaritan, and we know the Samaritans were, they didn't get on with the Jews. In fact, they were enemies, historically. And uh, here's Jesus walking down the border between Samaria and uh, (coughs) Galilee. And this guy throws himself at Jesus' feet and thanks him. Thank you, Jesus, for healing me. He bothered to come back to heal Jesus. And Jesus says something that's recorded here, very interesting. Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Jesus made the point. And when you reflect on that, it seems fair to me to say that it matters to God that we bother to say thank you. Uh, we know that from, from the teaching of Scripture, to be grateful and to return thanks and praise is the right thing to do, but it is also a blessing to us, as it kind of reminds us and reinforces in us what God has done for us. But it seems to matter to God as well, that we bother to say thank you. We may sometimes forget to do that. Um, I think... There are times when we've prayed for something, uh, we've received something, and it's kind of, well, of course, because we prayed, and God is God. And it's possible to just forget to say thank you. When, you're, when, you, when you are bringing up a family, uh, you sit them down for their, their lunch, or whatever it may be, you would say grace, you would give thanks to God. But it, it would be quite unusual, I think, for children to say, thank you, mummy, for this wonderful meal, or thank you, daddy. They kind of take it for granted. Um, they do sometimes, don't they? But it's not, not all that usual. It's a kind of, well, of course, this is the setup. And sometimes, because God is so gracious to us and so kind, uh, we kind of, well, we expect it. And it's possible to forget to say thank you. I... Uh, did a little bit of research on the internet. So it's an amazing thing, isn't it, the internet? Uh, I, I looked up um, a survey, what makes us British. I was looking for comments about lack of gratitude. Uh, Terry, a week or so ago, she had conjunctivitis, so we prayed, and I didn't have enough faith, obviously, because she had to go to the doctor and get some ointment. And when she got to the doctor, it was fascinating because she's never, hardly ever, ever goes to the doctor. They were so surprised to see her, they decided they would take a blood test and her blood pressure and listen to her heart. And it's nice to see you sit down. Let me take your blood. I have no record, you know. Anyway, she had to go to have some blood taken. And uh, while she was there, she said it was amazing, a really a great service. She waited a long time, but she said, it's amazing. You go in there, tell them your name, and give them the bit of paper, and they wheel you into this place and suck blood out of your arm. And uh, it's all for our own good, of course. Um, but she said there was one chap there in the waiting room. It was a long wait, but all he was doing was moaning. They're doing it wrong. It, it, it never used to be like this. And then she said he would calm down for a minute. And then a couple of minutes later, he says, they're doing it wrong. It's never used to be like this. Well, I won't criticise him because I don't know how ill he was. But I just wondered about moaning. And in this survey, I found a survey taken in October 2008 by onepoll.com. 
And it said they interviewed 5,000 adults to ask questions about what makes us unique as a nation. And it's fascinating. Um, I'm not sure that these do make us unique. Maybe number one. Number one on the list might make us unique, talking about the weather. Uh, when I was in uh, Lubumbashi, I said to one of the guys at the Bible school, isn't it a lovely day? Because <laughs> it's a lovely day every day out there because the sun shines all the time. Even in the rainy season, they get rain and sun on the same day. We're great at queuing, number two. Sarcasm, number three. Of course, none of us would be guilty of that. Was that sarcasm? <laughs> Watching soaps. I don't think that identifies us as a nation. Getting drunk, well, football hooligans. Actually, as a nation, there's definitely an increase in drunkenness on the streets. A love of bargains. I think that must be universal.